This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Bold, reverent, and occasionally random. The Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast starts now. First, I got to tell you guys, breaking news here. Clay Travis, he, we, we're going to put this up at clayandbuck.com. And I'm just going to give you a little context. Clay said, you know, yeah, I think I do like 100 push-ups. And I was like, Clay, I know people who could do 100 push-ups, and they are massive mounds of muscle. Not necessarily massive, but they're super, super strong. And Clay's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I definitely, like, rocked, like, we'll call it, like, 50-ish, which is yeah. still 50 strict push-ups is solid. I know what it I'm is I'm pretty good do. at push-ups. It's my only real athletic I'm ability. Gonna, 50 is very, I mean, 50 at one, you know, this isn't, like, 20 and then 20 and then 10. This is, like, going straight. And I'm like, Clay, 50 is solid. Like, that's not that's not bad. So he, he produces, I'm going to give him credit, he produces tape. He went on. You got to tell. First of all, what year was this? Or put this up on clayandbuck.com. What show was this? That's my yeah. show. So I did, for people out there who don't know, I did four years of sports gambling. I love to gamble on sports. People know I like sports. We did a sports gambling show. We had a lot of fun. You had to make picks. And like anybody out there who gambles on sports, it's a tough business to get in. And, uh, and I bet Joel Klatt, who a lot of people out there, if you're Big Ten football fans, Joel is the lead college football voice for Fox Sports. Awesome dude. He and Gus Johnson do the biggest Big Ten game most weeks. And uh, and and the big noon kickoff game for Fox. And uh, so I bet Joel Klatt $1,000. The money went to the Mission Project. I think uh, the, the, the guys for, uh, for former soldiers, right? And I want to get that right because it's a great organization. If somebody will look it up and make sure I give them the right, right shout out. Uh, but we bet $1,000 on whether I could do 50 push-ups. 
And uh, I believe that was, is that the fall of 2019? I think that was the second year of our television show. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah. I mean, you, you tell me. I didn't. I've never watched a sports gambling show before. I didn't. Well, even I know think the word. date is on it on the tweet. Um, like you can go look at the uh, if I yeah go yeah look. it's October of 2019. Now I, they do give you a hard time. They say that some of those toward the end, you know, you're getting a little a little loose on the strict push-ups. But I saw. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. And I was I was a little. I'm not going to say I'm surprised. I'm not going to throw any shade Clay's way. <laughs> It was solid though. Pretty impressed. He he did like you got the thirty five with Smooth. with uh, no no problem no sweat and totally legit. So I can't. I was hoping that I was going to see a lot of uh, you know knee touch the ground stuff and everything else. But no, he got to thirty five without breaking a. Well, I mean, well maybe breaking a sweat, but with no problem. We got into the forties and things started to loosen up a little bit. But it was real real close to fifty. Look, I, I think that for uh, a guy in his four, oh, we're going to have so many. We, we have actual bodybuilders who listen to this show, too. So they yeah. just like laugh. And they, they laugh at anything blow we say. Us up every, time, every time we say anything about it working out, they're like, you got to get. Anyway, yeah. yes. We'll, it's we'll amazing how up. many. I'll, I'll be like, you know, what's harder is you get older and testosterone levels drop. And then we'll have someone who will write like mega dittos, 85 years old. Check out my six pack. <laughs> you know, we'll get the email right away. It's totally. And true. I'm like, wow. Bob in Omaha with the six pack at 85, you know, so look, yeah. I know you're out there. We're just saying, um, but, but this is on, well, Clay, we're going to have to come up with like a really worthy charitable cause at some point, And we'll do, have to do like the Clay Travis push-up challenge. You know, we got to get this going because I'll, I'll need to get back in push-up shape. I, I was like, that's my favorite workout, right? Cause you, there's no excuse not to be able to do push-ups. This is the one thing that I 100% agree with on Andrew Tate. Like, quit whining, do more push-ups. I think if you're, like, there's no reason and you can't do push-ups. That, you know, initially, Herschel Walker, do you know how he, how he would work out, Buck? He would do a 1,000 push-ups and a 1,000 sit-ups every day. That's how, that was his workout regimen. And, I mean, if you, and a while back, I was like, I'm going to try to do the half Herschel for a while, where I was trying to do 500 push-ups and 500 sit-ups in a day. There's no excuse. You don't need a fancy gym, right? You just need a floor, basically. Um, and that's almost as good of a workout as you can get. I mean, look, the military uh, bases a lot of what they do, right? It's, it's push-ups, pull-ups, runs, you know, run slash Squats, marches. a lot of squatting. Just stand yeah. there and do, like, squats. But, yeah. yeah. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck. He is very buff, though. He has that going for him. Super is, ripped. I'm going to get yeah. super ripped one day, Buck. And like I've said for a long time, just claim push-up, sit-ups. That's what I did. I, I will tell you this, and I know about this. I have, some, I have some friends who are, and I'm obviously not one of them, in the fitness industry, you know? Um, and the number of people who make, especially later in life, radical transformations, I'm talking about 40 or 50 plus, when they get in the best shape of their life ever, and they claim it's just from, you know, intermittent fasting, eating chicken breast, and like doing enough deadlifts. No, that's not that's not the only thing that's happening. I'm just what I'm just putting it out there. You're more in the gym circuit than I am. Like you're down in Miami and like these fancy gyms and stuff. I can't get over the number of videos that people take of themselves working out solo now. There, there is something called uh, tripod squad. And at the gym where I go, where I wear a baggy T-shirt and try to mind my own business and stay out of everyone's way, um, just so I'm as like unobtrusive and and uh, you know out of the way as possible. There are women who put tripods down to film themselves working out because they have 
um, millions of followers on social media. This is crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's a thing. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know when this all started. It seems crazy to me that you, I understand if you, you know, are involved in a sport or you're working out in a group or even if you're doing like, hey, I want to see if I can jump up, you know, on this new, uh, you know, new height or something like that. And you've got a friend like holding it. But the idea that you would like film your workouts and like your squats and your bench presses, it's crazy to me. It's a constant down here, I can say, in yeah. Miami. For a lot of other places. I'd never seen it in New York before, to be fair, but in Miami. I see it on Instagram it. all the time when I yeah. scroll through. It's just like mostly women, uh, less than, I mean, I, what do you think, 90% women doing yeah, this? and they have millions of followers, truly. But Some of them will have How two, weird three, is that to million. be a dude watching a chick work out? Like, that seems super weird to me. I can't believe this is real, that this is happening everywhere. Some people find ways to monetize it, too. Yeah, no uh, kidding. We are going to talk... I mean, hey, look at all the look at all the media play RFK got for doing like nine pushups. Clay, I'm just gonna throw this out there. We're not 70, but you and I could both do nine pushups. I don't think it would get millions of views. I did it live on television, Buck. Tried to do, uh, I think it was 50 unbroken. Um, How'd that like go? Strict. Nah, not that well. <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Sundays with Clay and Buck.
This is funny, Buck. It's Friday, so let's have a little bit of fun. VIPs, the criticisms, you never know where they're going to come from. Stan, Clay, do you know what a stud is? It's a male horse, a stallion. You keep calling Carrie Lake a stud, and for ranchers like me, it's gross. Please find another word. I, I think of it as a compliment. Is it not? Can you not call a woman a stud? Is that unacceptable? What do you think, Buck? Stan the rancher is. I, I'm, like, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I've never heard a guy before you refer to a female that they liked as a stud. That is a first. I just tell you. You and Stan, you're just like coming after me over. I'm not. I, I was going to let you, it go. You and I Stan just, just I, out of, off the top ropes here. I can't. She's a stud. You can't call a woman a stud. I, I, I producer Allie, can she pull her mic up? Allie, what do you think? Can I call her a stud? Is that like, do you think that's an, like, it's a super compliment that I'm making here. Yeah, I right. think a lot of sports, I think in sports that it's not uncommon to call a really talented person. Like if I coached little league, I'd be like, yeah, she's the stud on this team. I think Stan's mm-hmm. wrong. And I think you're wrong, Buck. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to just give Carrie Lake props. She's a stud. We're having a conversation that we'll get back into here maybe in a second about Clay's whole calling women a stud thing and the and the accuracy. Let's of just this start. Work. Is Shannon there? Let's just start with this before we, well, we dive into introduce? the Supreme Court. We, we have Shannon Bream, yes. esteemed Supreme Court and judicial reporter for Fox News and uh, Fox News talent for many years. Shannon, Clay has, we will ask for your legitimate and, and deep expertise on the Supreme Court in a moment. He has another question he wants to ask you, though. This is an important Clay, question. We just had a, a VIP wrote in. I said that I thought Carrie Lake was a stud as a politician, right? And uh-huh. the, the writer wrote in and said, like, that's like, it makes him think about horses and like that those are typically <laughs> men. If I said Shannon Bream, she is a stud on hosting Fox News Sunday, to me, that would be just like, like badass, right? Like, you're really good at it. Right. It's a positive. Do you, if you hear that phrase, have you, first of all, have you ever heard, a woman described as a stud before and maybe you can also ask your husband because my thought is now Mm. that i've done it a lot and it comes from sports because you would be like Mm -hmm. oh that girl's the best she's the stud on the team it's actually a pretty Mm -hmm. common phrase from sports but buck's looking at me like i'm crazy when i use it what is how's you how do you react um clear that no one has ever called me a stud for anything. Yes. Um, so I can't win perfectly, but I think about, okay, you know, I married into a super athletic family. There are professionals, the whole thing. My sister-in-law is referred to as the best athlete in the family. She's had her college basketball and her college volleyball numbers, both retired. She is somebody I would call a stud. Like there you go. Stud. I would d- I definitely totally describe her as the stud, stud of the Bream family. And for people who don't know, Sid Bream, who is the legendary Atlanta Braves player, one of the most iconic plays. In fact, I was just at the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, and your, yes. uh, I guess it would be your brother-in-law, sliding into home plate to win the NLCS for the Braves is mm-hmm. one of the videos that they play on the exhibit that my son enjoyed seeing. Right. So that's the Bream yeah. connection there. Right, and listen, everybody in the family agrees that my sister-in-law, Teresa, is actually the better athlete. I mean, she was invited to the Olympic trials and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, like I, in my mind, Teresa is a stud. I think she would wear that proudly. You could go with studette. I don't know. I sometimes call my husband oh. a stud muffin. There are, there are variables. <laughs> there are options. Uh, uh, there we Have you go. ever been called a stud muffin? But I'm going to bring this up with Laura. She has never <laughs> referred to me, Shannon, as a stud muffin. And I I'm feel like that would really 
it's very well deserved. I don't know why she wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm getting I, you a T-shirt. Buck, I'm getting you one too. Thank you. I've been referred to as curmudgeonly by women. Well, that's before, accurate for sure. Yeah, I don't think that. We've been talking off air. I was trying to think. You know, the the, the use of the term "stud" there intended to be a compliment. <laughs> Is there and and Buck? I don't. Was it you who came up with this that? There used to be, like you would say to a pretty girl back in, like, I think the 1920s and the 1930s, you'd call him like a doll face. Yeah. No, you got to say it like this, though. Hey, doll face. And you got to wear a fedora. That's how you got to do it. <laughs> but if I said to someone that we had on as a guest, like, as we went to break, you know, like, we just finished with Shannon Bream. If I had said to her, thanks, doll face. It would be everywhere, right? Like it would, it would be headlines <laughs> everywhere. Clay Travis, misogyny, run well, amok. This is where it's very situational. Yeah. It's like if you happen to be a private eye operating out of Los Angeles, <laughs> and it's always raining outside, you get to call any woman you like a dame. Yeah. You're allowed, but, but if you, you are not doll face too, if you are not you that private Carrie, eye, is Carrie listening right now? No, she's running errands. All right, Laura's definitely not listening because she's doing the uh, studying for the bar. I'm going to test this tonight. I'm going to give her a compliment. I'm going. <laughs> I'm just curious to see what Carrie would react to. If you can keep a straight face and you just say thanks, dollface. I would like for the men out there listening to us right now. If your wives aren't listening, I would like you also to do this experiment and see what the reaction is because it was like it is a compliment, right? I'm assuming it's like calling somebody pretty, right? Like maybe a little bit creepy because the whole concept of a doll face, like I'm well, thinking it's back also, on it's, like it's about context, you know? If you're like, Thanks for helping me save the day, sweetheart, you know, that's okay. <laughs> but if you're sitting in like a corporate boardroom in twenty twenty three and you're like, Sweetheart, can you let like us handle this one? She's not gonna like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's all about context. I'm just thinking of all the words that used to be considered positive that now if you use them, like you might get fired for using them uh, in the wake of our discussion about stud, which I think I'm now making democratizing and applying it for men and women. Sunday Drop with Clay and Buck. We got a VIP email from Gabe, Clay. He writes, hey, guys, Gabe from the spicy shark hey we are a hot sauce company oh wow i like the i like the slide plug well done we are a hot sauce company but we work in shark conservation i've ran with sharks many times including bulls and lemons no shark deserves the disrespect of being the bud light of sharks but yes it would be talking like death by chihuahua for a lemon shark stay spicy so i'm now gonna have to try this guy's Spicy. I, I, are you a hot sauce guy in general? I, I do do the hot sauce regularly. Not really, but you know, they've done so many of these spice spicy challenges on YouTube that my boys are obsessed with it. And obviously here in Nashville, we have hot chicken, which is now spread everywhere. And so they have different flavors of hot chicken. So that is kind of a local delicacy. Have you ever tried the Nashville hot chicken? I can't because it's breaded. Ah, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, for it's me. pretty good. So, but the boys, they have all these like ghost pepper challenges and all this different stuff, uh, and they love it on YouTube. So we have done some of that uh, just because the boys have gotten so into it because those YouTube clips go viral. Yep. Um, let's see. We've got Bill in Long Island, New York, place I love and have spent tons of time. Bill, what's going on? Hey guys, great show as always. Listen, uh, Buck and and Trey. 
first of all, about the beer, I switched from uh, Nicola Baltra to uh, Yinglang, which is the oldest beer in the country. It's an yep. absolutely great beer. And uh, this thing has been bothering me and a lot of people I know, and it's about Joe Biden. Do you think, because, Trey, you're a, you're a lawyer, and, Buck, you work for the CIA, do you think the president committed treason? I mean, he left all these classified information stuff all over four states, and the one that bothers me the most is because I'm a New York City fireman. I've worked down in Chinatown. He left some of this stuff in Chinatown, which is the, 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 the craziest thing I ever heard in my life. Why would he leave all this classified information all over the states? So, so Bill, states? We, we've, uh, th- first of all, thank you for, for calling in from Long Island, and thank you for, uh, for what you do, making sure if you need a fireman, you, you need him when you need him. Um, but uh, I'd say this, the treason issue, Clay and I talked about this on the show as a legal uh, definition. The legal definition of treason is very specific and it's a very high bar. And that would not the, the Espionage Act stuff has to do with handling, mishandling and missharing, if you will, of information. But it's not actually espionage that Biden is being accused of, which is an important distinction. It falls under the Espionage Act, which is a big umbrella law. Like when I was in the CIA, we Clay always we, we were always worried like, oh, my God, I don't want to get you know jammed up under the Espionage Act. That could happen even if you say, uh, you know, if you shared information with a reporter that was classified. Now, that reporter is a U. Let's say it's assuming it's a U.S. citizen. You're not helping a foreign power. But if there's that disclosure, even if the reporter didn't further disclose it publicly, you could be I, nailed under the Espionage Act. So it's not committing espionage necessarily. It's mishandling of classified. But treason is aid and comfort to the enemy during a time of war. So that's a very high bar to hit. I think you could hit Hunter with conspiracy charges relating to a variety of different uh, attempts to conceal his uh, income from foreign sources, certainly for all sorts of tax evasion. I also think that there is, if you had a really thorough investigation, the potential that some of that money was being funneled to Joe Biden and he did not report it on his taxes. I also think, again, the biggest story now associated with Hunter to me, Buck, We've known that he did the tax evasion for a long time. I think you could really hit him with the lobbying for foreign government based on what he was sending in these WhatsApp messages and the money that he was getting. And I also think that the obstruction by Merrick Garland and other elements of the Department of Justice is a huge mess for the entire Biden administration going forward up to and including, in my opinion, Joe Biden, who was willing to do whatever it took to protect his son from any sort of consequential uh, uh, treatment there. Let's see. Who else we got on the lines here? Um, Walt in Panama City, Florida. Walt, what do you got for us? Hey, good afternoon. Appreciate you having me on here. Um, I was in, this is off topic, but I was in a hotel in Charleston a couple of weeks ago. They have a gated parking lot adjoining their hotel. And as we were pulling in, there was a big sign that said electric vehicles are not allowed in this parking lot due to fire hazards. And I just thought that was humorous, the way that the libs are pushing electric vehicles on everybody, but they've got all these issues with them. Well, also the electricity, thank you for calling in, the electricity that they use tends to come from coal plants. So there's there's that with the whole, we're saving the planet. Clay, big lemon shark? kind of like Big Tobacco, is weighing in feverishly in our VIP inbox here at clayandbuck.com. Subscribe today. 
Stan writes, Buck, wrong again. When I was a Navy diver, lemon sharks were a species of concern, more dangerous than a white tip, but between a black tip and a tiger, especially in murky waters. Cheers from our... I'm just going to tell you right now, look, if you're going to be worried... If you're going to be worried about somebody's Pomeranian biting you, that's up to you, folks. Um, lemon sharks are the Pomeranians, the chihuahuas I, of the sea. They're just technically you could get bit, but let's not be wimps. I do not know if I would be picking sharks as my enemy of choice from an irony perspective if I were you living in Miami. I would I would have my head on a swivel next time I go in the water. You, you know what? Because I'll, all these clips will get pulled. I know. If you get attacked by a shark, and I'm, I, they're going to be everywhere. It's going to go viral because you've you've attacked the shark community to such an just extent. Just watch. Now I'm going to stick to swimming pools, and a gator is going to take my hand one day. In the greatest irony of all time, don't mess with the animal kingdom, folks. You'll be like Tubbs and Happy Gilmore. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.